Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Gene Fodor! Gene was wounded. But be careful, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano! Huh? Oh. Gene, run! Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. And I am Ben Boland. Scott. Yes. You showed me this, and I had no idea it existed. You know what? I didn't have an idea that existed either until this week, and we had a, 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 a listener mm-hmm. who uh, kind of suggested this one on Facebook, I guess is the way to, to put that, um, suggested that we take a look at a video and said, have you seen this yet? It's pretty incredible. Um, I took a quick look, look at the link thinking, like, I'll, I'll see what this is, and um, I was completely blown away, completely blown away by this thing. I mean, it really is fantastic, the, this this device so you've watched it right yes okay yes. so the jetlev r200 yeah and what was your impression of it oh man amazing i want one uh, that's what i think everybody's gonna say uh just about everybody's gonna say mm-hmm. immediately when they watch this i i mean mine was uh you know i, I quickly looked up the stats on it and i think i need a hundred thousand bucks right now mm-hmm. how many what? times are you gonna say that to me this week <laughs> You know, there's a lot of things that you know you could use a hundred thousand dollars for, but mm-hmm. uh, as far as toys, this may be uh, money wisely spent. So basically, the JetLev, it looks like people will recall the ground-based jet pack that came out yes. uh, a few years ago, right? Oh no, it's been around a long time. They had, yeah. I mean, it, it brought the ball into the Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, they yeah. had some kind of Olympic ceremony thing. Well, was... I'm I'm thinking of an improved version, but still, those things have enormous drawbacks. Correct. And that's why you probably don't have one now. Yeah, there's there's some major drawbacks to jetpacks, although they're very cool. Yeah, uh, they have an extremely limited um, airtime, mm-hmm. uh, flight time, I should say. Their MPG uh, is terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. They're very, very, uh, very, very expensive. Mm. And uh, um, like I said, the the flight time is is minimal, and the cost is up there. The, uh, the, the well, the danger aspect mm-hmm. of it because you're over dry land. Mm-hmm. Um, so what has JetLev got going for it that uh, maybe Jetpack doesn't have? First, and I'm so glad you asked, uh, first, this operates 
on water and it uses water jet, or excuse me, how would I say this? It uses a jet stream of water rather than a jet stream of some sort of combustible. Yeah, yeah. And you can tell, like, when you, when you see the video, which again, we uh, hope you will check out our Facebook and take a look at this. Yeah, you know what? Can I tell somebody where, somebody yeah, yeah, where to go yeah. look at it? Because, I mean, it would be helpful if you're at a computer right now. You could watch this even as we're talking about yes, it. Yes, turn off the music, though. I <laughs> do not like that theme song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bias, because it, uh, you know, that's one of the, the band's name is Water that puts this together. And mm-hmm. that's part, that's in the title. Uh, mm-hmm. If you search for Water Jetpack, semicolon, get high with jet lev. You're going to find this video. That's the exact one that we watched. It's about three and a half minutes long, I think it is. And uh, you're going to be blown away by this thing, really. That's a promotional video mm-hmm. that uh, the JetLev put out. So um, that's where to go anyways. Go ahead, Beth. So here's how it starts. You can, go, uh, you can go up to 30 feet in the air on this thing, on these dual jets, these dual water jets. The only thing that attaches you to the ground, sort of, is the hose that circulates the water up to your pack, your jet lev. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a four inch hose mm. that's about thirty feet long, like Ben said. And uh, the, now four inch hose that's pretty big. That's yeah, got to carry a lot of water through there. I mean, if you imagine, mm-hmm. you know, you go to a hardware store, uh, um, you know. Um, yeah, a plumber. Yeah, you exactly. Look at, the circumference. Look at a, look at a four-inch yeah. hose and and imagine thirty feet of that. That's got to carry a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's necessary to lift a, a human in the air that high. But mm-hmm. um, the the kind of one of the I think the coolest thing about this Ben is mm-hmm. how that stays in the water. What the the little device that that holds that. Oh in yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do is it, it and this is kind of a, a self-contained unit. I, I guess mm-hmm. that's the way to say it because. You know, you don't have to have somebody down there on another machine flying, you know, operating around with you. Right. Uh, driving a boat or whatever. Um, you tow along your own little supply with you, your power the, supply with you. They call it a boat unit. Right? Yeah. Cause it, it houses the motor mm-hmm. that, that runs the pump that feeds the water to the jetpack. So really, all of the mechanicals of this thing are down in the boat on the water and you don't have mm-hmm. to carry that with you on your back, which is another advantage, um, mm-hmm. over the jetpack in that, you know, everything isn't right on your back. You've got this this um, uh, support boat, I guess, that you're towing behind you. That's a good way to say and it. And it's really small. It's not a very big. Yeah, boat. it's like uh, it's 127 inches long. Yeah, yeah so it's a, it's a small boat. It's about four feet across. Yeah, and uh, it's really short. It's only about two feet high, but it's it's fully sealed, so the top is covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, the motor lives in there, and it and it has a pump, you know, obviously down in the water that that feeds the uh, the system, and it's really. It's like a 200 horsepower mm-hmm. four cycle um, marine engine that you know mm-hmm. is, is pumping water to this thing. So it's a it's a decent size engine uh, that, that's feeding this, but it requires that much power just to get a human up that high. Yeah, because as you guys can imagine, the physics of this are pretty interesting, uh, especially when you see somebody getting started. What they do is they start running across the water like yeah. those lizards yeah. um, who are. Tremendously fast. I think that's a. I think that's like a, a specialty move. You know, like, a, yeah, like an advanced it, move. You don't have to do that. I don't that's think stylistic. So, but but you would do that, wouldn't you? Uh, go, yeah, wouldn't oh, you? Of course. You know, when you watch that video, that is one of the coolest things. Is when mm. you it kind of opens your eyes. And you kind. Of, I mean, I'll be honest. There are a lot of moments in this where you, you mm. kind of like there's an intake of breath and your eyes are wide open and you're going, yeah. oh my gosh, I can't believe what I'm seeing because it's so unusual. No. I'm I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, Go no, it's fine. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to talk about the safety aspects of this because mm-hmm. one of the problems with uh conventional power or conventionally powered jetpacks, right, mm-hmm. is that there is an enormous potential for disaster. Yes. 
with this kind of setup, it's a little bit different because, again, you're over the water. Now, first, when I first think of, you know, some sort of combustible jetpack, combustion-powered jetpack, mm-hmm. um, what I always think of is some poor uh, rocketeer-type dude kicking his legs too far behind him and yeah. losing them. Yeah, know? sure. Um, which, if you look at the design of jetpacks, is actually really difficult to do because yeah, yeah. it goes out. Excuse me, but with the um, with these, the the pressure from the jets of water is not high enough. The psi is is like sixty psi, so it can't actually damage your legs. Yeah, isn't that incredible? Yeah. Sixty psi. You would think now the power washer at home. You know, mm-hmm. when you use a power washer to clean the the driveway, the, it it's may be way more. two thousand psi, mm-hmm. something like that. The kind that you use at a at a uh, coin car wash. Yeah. Um, have you ever put your hand in front of one of those things? It stings. It really hurts. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of them, I mean, some of them will cut you if if they're strong enough. Yeah. You can be cut by water. Well, those easily. are like uh, commercial grade. Yeah, exactly. But um, you know, this is not even close to that. I mean, it mm-hmm. might it might hurt a little bit just because mm-hmm. it's strong water force, but it's like yeah. putting your hand in a. Uh, I don't know, just a, a fast-running stream or something like that. Right, Maybe a yeah. bit more than that, of course, I know. But um, it's it's not going to burn your legs off like uh, like a jetpack might if you were to kick them back. Yeah, 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 which you know, is my phobia of jetpacks. And, and the thing <laughs> is, they, you know, another thing they mention is just that it's really stable. Mm-hmm. Um, the stability of these things is, I, I guess, really remarkable because of the, the weight of the hose behind you, mm-hmm. which they say that you don't really feel when you're at speed. Uh, when you're at low speed, you'll feel it a little bit, the drag of it. But sure. once you get up there, the, the pressure overcomes that. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole and the whole center of gravity thing, it's far below what your center of gravity is. So right, the uh, the nozzles uh, specifically, right? Yeah, exactly. the 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 way that the nozzles are are shaped and um, the way that they're directed mm-hmm. uh, helps helps to uh, I guess minimize the uh, instability that you would have in another type of pack where maybe the the center of gravity is higher. Mm-hmm. Um, in this one. It's extremely stable, and uh, they said that even beginning, you know, beginning flyers, beginner flyers, uh, would be able to use this right away with no problem. There's no like issue with you know wanting to roll over or right. Um, you know, it it really writes itself. And there's uh and and the stability also goes into the way the person is attached in here because you don't just strap it on. You have you do have a body harness, but you also have a uh, a torso sort of saddle arrangement mm-hmm. and a trapeze. Um, and yeah, the trapeze is for your feet. Yeah, the you trapeze can, is for your feet, which yes. is cool. You can hook your feet into the into this trapeze thing, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of like you're just uh, um, sitting down mm-hmm. um, as you as you're riding this thing. Yeah. Um, or you can let your legs hang free and do like you mentioned before, where you're running across the water, or kicking, or doing you know whatever you need to. I guess you could throw your legs around to, to uh, sure. do different maneuvers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the because the hose provides this stability, you can actually. Do a little playtime on there, but you have to be over 18. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad if you're a 14 year old fan. Thanks yep. for listening because we'll get to the price, but, uh, we'll get to the price, but the, <laughs> if you're a 14 year old, it's actually really good news for you that you have to be 18 because it gives you enough time to save up for this. That's right. I think I might have blown this earlier in the oh, podcast. Oh, well, yeah, ben, we, we already mentioned it. That's yeah. all right. Well, well uh, for those of you that weren't paying attention at the beginning, we'll, pay, <laughs> we'll mention it again at the end. But um, this this company that's building these, JetLev mm-hmm. Industries, or JetLev Jet Technologies, rather. Yeah. JetLev Technologies Incorporated. Uh, they're the ones who produced the JetLev R200, and they've got three phases for this year. So if you think it's just a, uh, you know, this is a one-off thing that, you know, like a, a prototype that you'll mm-hmm. never see again, 
That's not the case. Yeah, they've been working on this since 2000. Yeah, this is this is uh, to the point now where they're actually they've got a plan to roll out X number of units each year, and it goes mm-hmm. in phases. Mm-hmm. They've got phase one, which is 70 units, and that's between May and July of this year. So they're they're underway right now. Yeah, uh, delivering 70 units uh, to you know suppliers, um, not suppliers rather, but um, dealers. Mm-hmm. Then there's a phase two, which has uh, they're going to produce 130 units, and that's between July and September of this year. And then uh, between September and the very end of this year, 2011, they're going to produce 300 units in phase three. So that's 500 units this year that they're going to produce. And I, I mean, I don't know. I think there's a good chance that we're going to see this somewhere around here. I wouldn't be surprised because if you check out the if if, if you check out their market that they're going for, they do want uh, they do sell to private owners. Mm-hmm. They're also looking for distributors, uh, dealerships. Service centers, which I think you'll end up having those be all the same company yeah, at I some think point. So. Uh, and trainers, and then of course, here's the part I'm more excited about, because we did already mention that this thing is quite expensive. The part I'm excited about, and the only way I see myself realistically having one, uh, or having experience on one is if they have a rental place. Yes, rental place. That's, uh, that's great because around, um, um, you know, touristy areas, resort areas. I could, sure. I could see this doing a booming business on a beach. If, if somebody oh, were to yeah. see this, you'd have to uh-huh. do it. This is, uh, this kind of one ups the paragliding. This does sort of one up the paragliding. Yeah. It, Para, it'll parasailing be sailing or whatever you call oh, it. Oh yeah. yeah parasailing. Something right. like that. It's, uh, and, and the jet skis and everything. Those are great and a lot of fun. But, mm. uh, if you see this in action, oh my gosh, I'd, I'd have to get on one of these. I just, this is so weird that we're doing another podcast on, Water toys, yeah, you know? it is. It but is. it's it's really cool. We only wanted to give you the best ones that we know of. Um, another thing that's a really interesting scientific point: the JetLev R two hundred works in salt and fresh water. Mm-hmm. That's true. And uh, so the way that it does this is it uses you know Teflon coatings and anodized aluminum. Uh, it's a little thing, but it's a nice thing. No, it's nice because um, you know what corrosion does to to anything like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you bring a uh, even a fishing pole or something that's not really built for mm-hmm. saltwater use, uh, it just destroys it quickly. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's one one uh, consideration of the thought. That's really important. Um, also, this this whole thing. Remember, we mentioned that you know it's not the entire unit that you're carrying with you in the air. It's it's actually contained in that yeah in that, the boating uh, unit. Yeah, exactly. That uh, um, that other boat. Um, it's only 30 pounds. Which, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, when it, and 30 pounds, it may sound like, well, that's kind of still a lot of weight, but if you're on the water, you know, um, it's lifting but, you but 30 feet in the air, strapped on your back. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's really not going to feel like that much at all. And it's, it's strong enough to lift you in the air. But mm. what that does is, I mean, it frees up a whole lot more power, uh, to be able to, to get that lift that it needs. I mean, mm. otherwise, if it was trying to overcome the weight of the engine, right. Uh, if you had the entire thing contained in your back, all the fuel, everything, uh, this thing, it would weigh a ton. It really would. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be difficult to see how it would work efficiently. I, and, and you'd have the issue of being able to keep that hose in the water mm-hmm. because I think you would undoubtedly, at some point you'd push the trigger so far that it would, it would exceed the length of the hose that's yeah. dripping, dipping down in the water. Next thing you know, you're running dry. Exactly. And then, and then you're falling and that's no good. Well, it's okay though. It's not near as bad as falling in a ground. Uh, or a, a terrestrial jetpack. Well, that's why we mentioned yeah. safety because this thing has only got a 30 foot, well, not only, it has a 30 foot hose, which is mm. really good. I mean, yeah. it's pretty high up when you look at this on video. It's pretty high up when all that you have keeping you there is a backpack and some water. Yeah, that's right. Water keeping you in the air at that yeah. height. But 
you know, the thing is, if you're falling, and, and let's say you're not around docks, you're not around boats, where okay. you're, open, not, you're, you're not like, supposed to be anyways. Right, you're around uh, open water in a lake or near the exactly. coastline. That's, yeah. that's not a big deal if you, and I'd say, that, let's say that you inadvertently let go of the control and, and start to drop. Sure. Um, I think that that's, that's really not a problem is to, uh, you know, splash down into the deep water. I don't, mm. I don't think it's really a big deal. Well, if you're trying to impress some people who are watching you, yeah. uh, socially it might be a big deal, but physically you are much safer than you would be mm-hmm. in a conventional combustion-powered jetpack. Exactly. And we mentioned, uh, you know, jetpacks have that limited uh, yeah. runtime, right? Mm-hmm. That, and I mean, really, I thought the, I thought the jetpacks, and I'll have to look back at my notes, but I thought it was measured in, if not seconds, in, in just scarce minutes, right? Yeah. Um, maybe like two minutes. You burn up that fuel super quick. Right, yeah, because uh, you can't really carry as much because, again, you're self-contained. No, like think back to when, you know, when they had the guy bring the football into the uh, to the, the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Um, I think he just arrived from the other side of the stadium where he just went up and over the wall and in, and that was it. It's yeah. done. The yeah. jetpack's out of fuel. Um, <laughs> this one, you know, with the fuel uh, at wide open throttle, you've got two hours of fuel capability here. So you can spend two Which hours on the water goofing around. Um, or yeah. if you're doing it, you know, cruising speed, you can go up for up to three hours, I believe is what they said. Mm-hmm. So uh, considerably different. And uh, as they say on their FAQ, it's actually not that loud. They do have some noise buffering mm-hmm. uh, technology there on the boat unit. You know what, man? Let me correct myself because I've been using the phrase combustion-powered jet craft. Mm-hmm. This technically is a combustion-powered jet craft because it has that engine powering it. Yeah, good point. Someone yeah. write in and say that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Technically, yeah. But um, but you well, know what I meant. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. It's it's water jet propelled. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one thing we should mention here, Ben, too, yes. is that I, you probably got other things, you know, but, um, the training, because, uh, it's really, it's really, yeah. it's not a big deal. I thought this would take a long time to learn how to do. And, you know, you'd have to be an expert. Just got to learn an easy touch. Avionics or whatever, you know, yeah. it, it really is. They say that a, a good instructor can teach someone how to fly in six minutes. Uh, if you are under 22, you need a boating license. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's, that, I read that too, and I was startled because it seems like the controls would be much more complicated. Six minutes. That's it. And, uh, the, the thing about the controls is that, you know, at the very first, when you're first learning, mm. uh, the instructor can remotely control your throttle control. So they, they're able to control you in this jetpack. Take you up, bring you down. Exactly. And, and smoothly, and they can turn you, do whatever they need to do. But, um, that's just so you get the feel of what it feels like to actually have it happen and how much throttle it needs to, to mm. do what it needs to do. So you don't shoot yourself right to the top and then let, you know, freak out and let off the, uh, off the fuel. Um, so, you know, once you master these real, real basic, basic skills, then they turn the controls over to you and allow you to, uh, kind of experiment on your own and play around with this. But mm-hmm. there's all these different levels of training. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there, it is training because you still will need an instructor to teach you how to do different maneuvers because yeah. we talked about, um, you know, some of the, the, the simple things you can do. You can, you can, I guess what they call taxi forward and, and mm-hmm. slowly, you know, they call it slow neutral, I think is what they call it. All right. No, taxi neutral and slow forward is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can go forward and do turns. You can do deep water takeoffs, which mm-hmm. is, you know, you know, when you're sitting in the water and you shoot out of the water. Yeah, which is neat. Yeah, which is really cool. You can do liftoffs and turns and landing and all that. But, um, that's, that's when you're assisted. That's all just something you can learn in under 15 minutes with an instructor. Wow. Um, and then there's a, then there's a beginner course, which, um, 
that goes on, you know, same exact skills that you have in beginner, but you can also learn to land in waist deep water. So you can control that descent a little bit better. Cool. Um, and then there's intermediate, and this is getting up into, um, hours now. So like it's one to mm-hmm. 10 hours, depending mm-hmm. on how skilled you are. Um, everything's a little bit faster, faster turns, faster takeoffs, faster mm-hmm. speeds. Um, and one thing is that at this, at this one intermediate, you're, uh, learning how to hover it up to 20 feet, which I think is cool. Cool. And that's, that's a, that's really close to the outer limit and, and then, upper limit and it's a hover. Exactly. And then once, and you start doing rolls and walking on water, that's one of the, uh, yeah, that's one of the advanced That's the skills. one I want to try. Uh, I'm sorry, that's intermediate. And then advanced, uh, this is where you start to do hands free flying. Uh, where you also learn how to hover at the, the maximum height, which is 25 to 30 feet. Mm-hmm. I think 28 is about what 28 is when they're gonna, cause you need two feet for the hose mm-hmm. to hit the unit. But, yeah. uh, just, just so people know, if you, if you are for some reason not gonna watch this video, if you get up to a certain height and you got your, the stability of this, because of the way it's built, the stability increases with the speed, right? That you're, you're taking. Yes. Um, because of the, the hose and the boat union attachment. So when you get past a certain threshold, you can do the look, ma, no hands. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can, you can set it on kind of a remote control, not remote, but cruise um, control. Cruise control is a better way to say that. You're right. So you can hover at a certain height and then hands free Mm -hmm. it, which is really cool. Um, and then they have something that here, there's one, Maneuver the- here that's advanced, they call the penthouse express, which is, uh, you're able to accelerate vertically from the water all the way to the 30 foot max just quick. Uh, which I think is pretty cool. That would be a lot of fun. That's like the black belt move. Yeah, exactly. And one thing I should mention, there's, there's some band maneuvers as, as well. Things that they don't want you to do in this uh, thing. Ah, some unsafe ones. Yeah, unsafe ones. And this is really about the last thing I have on this because, um, these band maneuvers, these are the ones that you may want to do, but you, uh, you're hmm. cautioned against because they're dangerous. Uh, vertical takeoffs from shallow water, like, you know, the shore or the dock sure. or boat. Um, that, I saw that in the video though. I saw them take yeah. off from the dock, yeah. but that's uh, the professional. You and know, he marketing. goes by the dock too and kind of <laughs> splashes people. Yeah. yeah, I think in the video you'll see some of these band maneuvers, but uh, maybe that's just for people that are just now teaching how to fly. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll maybe they're, uh, maybe what they edited out was the part where they figured out why those should be banned. Maybe. That's right. Yeah. Maybe after that they, they figured it out. But, um, also vertical landings, uh, to a shallow bottom shore dock boat. Sure. Uh, drops, which are rapid descent with little or no power, mm-hmm. which, uh, we just mentioned that. I mean, it's, it's probably relatively safe to do, but uh, it's not recommended because what's below the surface? You have no idea. Could be coral, mm-hmm. could be a post from a dock, could be anything. Mm-hmm. Shipwreck. Yeah. Swimmers. Yeah, sure. Snorkelers. A sea breacher that you didn't see <laughs> popping right. out. A sea urchin. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, you could do a fall, oh, a fall arrest, which is stopping, uh, if you're dropping, yeah. stopping that fall by gunning the throttle, uh, which also might be pretty cool. I don't know. Sounds kind I of think neat. I would try that one. Flying backwards, which again, sounds really cool. See all these, these are the fun ones. The, oh, is it always the fun one? I think so, yeah. I think so. Okay, so <laughs> flying backwards, that's one. Underwater travel, which I saw in the video. Yeah. Uh, that looked like a lot of fun. Where This is cool. The, the, again, in the video, the guy is um, he's kind of tunneling along underwater uh-huh. and then shoots out and up into the air, which is... That did look really cool. That's awesome. Uh, yaw turns beyond 90 degrees in each direction. Somersaults and tumbles. Which I can understand. You don't want to well, get a clearly. kink in that hose. Yeah. That one, that one I can understand. Um, and then just other high risk maneuvers, which is pretty vague, but 
see what I mean? Is All the fun still ones worth are, it? The fun ones are banned, but you know what? It's still worth it. This thing, uh, it would be so much fun to fly over the water like that. It would. I would actually really like to hear from uh, listeners who are interested in this sort of watercraft, mm-hmm. and especially if you are going to buy one or if you think, like, if you already live near a body of water with a lot of tourism – let us know if this comes to your part of town, your neck of the woods. Yeah, because they are, they're looking for dealers right now. And like I mentioned, they're going to be building 500 units mm-hmm. uh, to ship out here in the U.S. and worldwide. They've got other uh, worldwide markets that they're searching for right now uh, for uh, dealers in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as far as I know, I think they've I think they've got one in the United Arab Emirates. And I thought there was <sighs> Those a, guys get all the cool I know. I'm trying first. to I'll, – I'll take a quick look at my notes here. But there's another one, I think, somewhere else. Let's see – uh, there's one in Germany as well. Mm, so mm. Uh, there's at least two overseas, and here in the United States, there's one in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Oh, and uh, Dania Beach, D-A-N-I-A, Dania mm. Beach, Florida. Mm. So uh, there's two here in the United States and two abroad. Mm. Um, $100,000. Yeah, I know. I know. 100000 uh, Yeah, 100000 U.S. Yeah. yeah. Wow, not Australian nor Canadian. No, that's a lot of money, but still, from I mean – Watch the video. Mm. Tell me if you don't think that that's worth saving for. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I think it would be cool just to watch it in real life too. I do too. I'd love to see somebody just kind of goofing around on one of these. You know, just I'd like to see people racing them. A fantastic idea, Ben. You know, like, oh, it could almost be like a uh, like a death match type thing where you know they've got weapons and they're trying to knock each other out of the sky. And <laughs> that'd be awesome. oh wow, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know if they'll sever the 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 uh, the, the, tube, hose? the hose. Oh yeah. wow. See? I don't know if that that's probably going to be a band activity. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, a jet lab fighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But what? Oh, like a like a joust. Yeah, they could have a joust. Cool. They could have a, a joust yeah. thirty feet in the air above the water with uh, what are those pool toys? Fun doodles. <laughs> Do you remember those? <laughs> you remember fun doodles? Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, what if two very immature people like you and I got sure. these, and we happen to live on the same lake? We would totally have a joust. Yeah, would that be fun? How would that? I mean, even if you didn't want to, I would joust you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be great. Best chasing ever. Yeah. Um. All right, guys. So we have to get out of here. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we obviously enjoyed doing it. Uh, so send us a line, drop us a message on our Facebook or Twitter about this and other wa- watercraft or anything other, uh, any other topic, excuse me, that you'd like us to cover. You can also find us on our website, HowStuffWorks.com. And if you want to give us a letter directly, go ahead, pop open your uh, email program and drop us a line at CarStuff at HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jordan Gonsalves, and I'm a journalist. Join me on my new podcast, But We Loved, where queer elders recount the amazing history they've lived through. In the middle of Wall Street, they stopped traffic. They were doing a dying. And in the process, share little gems of wisdom for the next generation. The key is to understanding yourself, learning to love and embrace yourself. You can listen to But We Loved on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.